bringing health, wellness, and fitness ideas right to your speakers. With your host, Tyler Martin, learning from experts and average Joes alike. This is the Cracking Fitness Podcast. How are you doing? I'm good. Everett South Tower. I'm good. I appreciate you doing this. Yeah, I yeah. We're I'm, headed uh, to the I'm headed to the gym to go get the uh my teenage athlete ready for the open workout that I just announced. So Yeah. So how, that's uh, what I'm doing now. That's awesome. Well, how how do you feel the workout? How you what? How do you feel about the workout? What is the workout? Do you know what it is? Uh yeah. Um Oh, you do? Okay. I trust you. I trust you. I was just curious <laughs> you did your research. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, she'll be good at it. It's she's going to be top in the world. I just got to go get her ready for it. So that's awesome. How's that been? Um, instead of focusing so much on you yourself training, training somebody else. I mean, I don't focus on myself training for CrossFit. True. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's a little different, but I mean, people don't understand. I, I, I have some, a lot of people in, uh, always hit me up like, I want to go to the CrossFit games and this and that. I mean, a lot of them over the course of just usually a couple weeks or days or months or whatever. And I just don't think they understand the amount of time requirement to get there. They're, you know, like it's one thing to go to the tactical games. Like that's easy and you can sign up, right? Yeah. Sign up and show up like, uh, but the CrossFit games, it's not the same thing. Oh yeah. absolutely. uh, Yeah. um, I mean, for a couple of years, it was just sign up. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) For like, Back at Aroma. Two, two or three. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's when yeah. I shouldn't have, man. I could have been a games athlete. <laughs> the, the, the best part is that I've met people uh, who've said that, who have been like, yeah, I would, they say it as a joke, but they're like, yeah, I would oh, yeah. cross, I've been, I've been competing across the games. And I'm like, oh, really? Like, we're, like I'm thinking like maybe there's like a master's or whatever. They're like, no, no, no 2007. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> like, so, so you just showed up. You happen to live in Monterey and you're like, hey, yeah, I'm going to go hang out at Aromas. Dude, that's my kind of competition. That's why I do the tactical games now. It's, I mean, it's just a different, it's just a different concept. People don't understand sure. that, like, the time requirement to get good at the tactical games is infinitely less than the time requirement to get good at CrossFit. So, yeah. Um, what was the biggest obstacle for you coming into the tactical games? Oh, shooting, easy. Yeah. Yeah. Anything. Anything that went pew pew didn't matter if it was a rifle yeah. or a pistol. Yeah. Because I mean your fitness level was world class. It still is. Still is world class. Yeah. Yeah. I don't have a I, I could I mean I could let it slide a lot and be fine. Yeah. I, I'm yeah. sure it'd be nice to have those points. I, I still won't some I certainly what people don't understand. I was actually funny at nationals this year, we got done and he didn't mean it as a as anything mean, but one of the guys I had met there was like, Hey man, like someone told me, I was like, competition's already done. Right. I took second overall. And the guy came up to me, he goes, Hey man, I didn't realize like you're an elite, like professional athlete. And I was like, yeah, I mean, used to be CrossFit. And he's like, he, I don't think he meant it as a joke or like, as it being a dick, but he's like, well, I watched you. I didn't, I didn't think you were like elite level at anything. And I'm like, yeah, which is true. But I had to give him a quick course in like being good at CrossFit is not, I'm not specialized in anything. Like yeah, if you're specialized, like a good example is my good friend, Matt Kimson. Like he's a fantastic runner. 
And he, I will never win running in the tackle games if he shows up because Matt will always be in running. I will never probably win a one rep max deadlift if, if Thor or, you know, Zach Rodman is there. Like, I will never beat these guys at certain specific things. But when you coalesce them all together, that's when I do okay. But yeah, I'm not going to show up and be like, oh man, Jacob can do that really, yeah. really well compared to other people. Yeah. So. Is that one of the things that drew you to the tactical games that it was varied? I mean, yeah, it's what drew us to CrossFit. I mean, it's yeah. varied. It's uh, the sport is varied across different, not only fitness domains, movements, concepts, but also now add in the whole other part of the sport, which is shooting. So it's, you know, we're not just shooting long range. We're not, you know, it's kind of like three gun. We're not just doing short range or long range or, or fast shooting or slower. Like it's a whole mix of everything. Yeah. So when one of your CrossFit friends is like, Hey, you do the tactical games. How would you explain it to them? Yeah. Yeah. You'd be honest. Like I was telling Jared this, like I don't know, a couple weeks ago, whatever I have probably have tactical games conversations with a lot of the guys that I competed with uh, yeah. because you know, like, it's one thing if you want to stay in, involved and good at CrossFit, that's fine. It's a lot of work, uh, especially when you're getting older and you probably want to have kids or your body's hurting a little bit more. And it's a little bit, a lot easier fitness for tactical games. It's just a lot of extra learning, but it's a fun thing to learn. You know, yeah. we got into CrossFit because we enjoyed learning something. And I have had, gosh, a lot of conversations with a lot of CrossFit game, male CrossFit games athletes to get into the tactical games over the course of since November for like three months. So I'm excited to see what happens. Like, I think you're going to see like a lot of them slowly come over. They'll have the same learning curve as me. Like yeah, none of absolutely. them have a shooting background, but yeah. it'll be fun to see them show up and, and learn, shoot. Yeah. And hang out. Dude. And that's honestly that hangout part. It's a really cool community. Just yeah. very good people. Um, yeah. My, sure. my brother-in-law, I think uh, I introduced you guys last time that we were, well, when we were in, in that, Washington, Utah? Or no, not that's Washington's coming up. Anyways, Utah. Yeah. Um, it, he loves like he's just he's so funny with the community. He's like that's that's it for him, the community. And he's just good with people. And so he goes down, he just loves it. And anyways, um, like you had said, the the community. Um, there were some people that asked some questions um that they wanted me to ask you if you're good with that. Well, uh, yeah, okay. we'll here. as long as you give the, as long as they don't like the question, you give me the name and the address of the person who asked it. Cool. Oh, absolutely. Cool. That's only fair. <laughs> That's only fair. They're going to okay, put themselves cool. out there. Um, and they're, they're nothing, nothing crazy, nothing you can't handle as an elite CrossFit athlete and a tactical games connoisseur. Um, so you kind of said it, but what was the transition like from the CrossFit to the tactical games? Yeah, well, we already briefly touched on yeah. that. Like, so uh, shooting. The, yeah, I mean, it's just shooting. Level. I, I don't. Yeah, now it's sh shooting. I mean, when I first started competing in this or training for it, I was an idiot, and I started immediately training to shoot under duress or under stress, stress shooting, and that's fine and dandy. I mean, we definitely test that. Like, that is definitely a key component. But you know, if I can't shoot well rested. And I yeah. can't shoot well under stress. And so training to shoot under stress is just stupid if you don't have a foundation of how to shoot well, not under stress. And so, uh, gosh, 
since nationals and that I did the wrong way, you know, I'm learning a ton. I've yeah. trained the wrong way for that for most of all of last year. Uh, and so since November, since nationals, I think I've probably done stress shooting once, maybe twice. I think I tested a workout for Jake and that was about it. Yeah. Um, and, uh, other than that, it's just mainly spent time on a firing line shooting, or I go compete in USPSA or any of these other matches around here. So. That's cool. Do you feel like the USPSA and those, obviously they're going to help out because you're just getting better at competition and shooting. Yeah. In my mind is time under, I mean, time under load. I'm under tension. <laughs> yeah. Time under tension. Yes. Yeah, cross it. Uh, uh, in my mind is time under timer, right? Yeah. It's a sh- on a shot timer. Like, uh, yeah. the more you can get under a shot timer, even though you're not technically under it, the more you can get under a shot timer, the better in my mind. Cause when you show up and you have to do an aggregate there, or do a two gun stage. Um, and you, you know, you freak out because the timer went off and you, I've seen so many people like the timer goes off and you feel like, like they just started from scratch to do, right? Yeah. You forget exactly where you're at, what you're doing and you just freak out. And Absolutely. that doesn't even happen. Like time under tension or time under timer will fix that. Um, I did a few three gun, uh, and USPSA matches leading into nationals last year. And I thought that had the biggest benefit to me because when we showed up and we had to do an aggregate or we did the two gun stage, even though the two gun stage is what kept me from winning overall, but learning and being feeling comfortable under a timer and shooting steel and moving, um, I thought was hugely beneficial. And so I'm absolutely going to continue doing that. I've already done a few already this year. Every Friday, there's a USPSA match indoor down the road that I've gone cool. a couple times a month. So Yeah. How are, uh, how are you doing in those competitions? Oh, you know, I'm a C-class shooter. Nice. I'm pretty proud of him. I don't even know what that even means. I had to ask Jared. I'm like, what does this even mean? <laughs> She's getting degrees, man. That's uh, awesome. Yeah, I'm getting better. It's uh, good. Time I showed up, it, the first USPSA match I showed up to, uh, they were like, I, I literally just asked the group, like, hey, man, I've never done this before. And luckily, I was in a good squad of guys who explained it to me. What they didn't yeah. explain is you don't shoot the white guys. Those are no shoots. And so I shot oh, everybody okay. out there. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, um, but since then, it's been a learning process. been very enjoyable. Um, I highly recommend to anyone listening, if, if you have an opportunity to go out there, a lot of guys uh, are scared to try something new. And that was yeah. new to me, right? Um, but luckily, you go a couple times, you get a feel for it. And after a while, I show up and I know what I'm doing and I can – paste or score or take the timer from people. And I feel more comfortable being there. So, yeah, yeah that makes sense. Um, so you're a, you're an athlete. Uh, it can non-athletes go and do the tactical games. Yeah. I mean, well, how do you find an athlete? What is it? What was the definition of an athlete to you? It's a great question. I, we need to ask Britain and give you his a- address cause he's the one who asked yeah. it. No, um, no, I, that's a good point. <laughs> yeah. I mean, in my dude. mind, Everyone in their own right is an athlete of some sort. I don't really like separating people by saying, oh, you're an athlete and you're not. Because at one point we do something athletic. Like it might be yeah. like I go and play pickleball. Yeah. Still an athlete. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's not like you have to be world-class so they be considered an athlete. If that's the case, I'm not an athlete because I'm not world-class at CrossFit anymore. And so, um, yeah, anyone's an athlete. So, I mean, as long as you can move and shoot, as long as you can move, yeah. breathe, and shoot, yeah. you're, you're golden. <laughs> um, 
I was about to ask if there's an adaptive division, but I, I don't need to. Dude, it is incredible what people can do. Like the people okay. that are there, I'm like, man, I want your mindset. That grit. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, they 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 might have one leg or you know, amputees below the knees and something that's hard for me. They're like, you know what? I'll figure it out. It's so cool. Uh, there yeah, was a guy like, there. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, there, there was a guy there. Um, his name just left me. I'm going to feel bad. I wish, I wish I could say it. Um, but in the question asking, he's like, Hey, uh, can I, they said you, you can't put one leg over at a time or something like that. And he's like, well, can I put both legs over at a time and then get my body over? It was just hilarious. Like, cause he was an amputee and just funny <laughs> and just good guys, man. Like the grit and the mentality. Absolutely amazing. Yeah. It's, it's definitely a cool community. Uh, I'm glad to see they have people like that show up because it makes you at the end of the day, there's a lot of guys, unfortunately guys and girls that end up complaining like, well, I can't get over that bar. Or I can't pick up that bag. And it's like, Oh, okay. Yeah. He's doing it. Uh-huh. <laughs> he's got one leg or he's got no legs or whatever the case may be. Yeah. And then it really quickly shuts people up that, you know, they're not complaining about it. Absolutely. And, and what a cool, I don't know, just what a cool thing to learn. Like, Hey, you know, we've got, we all have things, but look over there. Like they literally yep. got their legs blown off in a Humvee and now they're here doing something. Most people will never even sign up for. Yep. It's exactly. So incredible. Um, my friend Matt asked about training for a possible real life scenario or just competition. No, I mean, I think people, yeah, I think people confuse, um, uh, a military or tactic style, uh, to what I'm training. I am only training to compete. Um, there are a lot of things in CrossFit that carry over to the real world and fitness. Uh, there are a lot of things that we do, uh, handling a firearm, drawing a firearm, shooting a firearm under stress is very applicable to a real world situation. But, um, am I training for that? No, that doesn't, that doesn't get me to the end, the end state. I know a lot, a lot of guys do that because they're LEO because they're like, depends on mine does not. Therefore you will not see me do that. Do I, you know, I just won't do it. It's not worth my time to train that way. Um, Hopefully I don't have to find myself in a situation like that, but you know, yeah, I think we all hope we all hope that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I appreciate that. And it's, I I like the honesty there just, Hey, I'm here to compete. I'm here to, to be, you know, to be good and learn and win. Um, so your gear that you run right now, how has that evolved? Good question. Um, so rifle we'll go back to my rifle first um <clears throat> the first rifle <laughs> to the guys that made fun of me i've been made fun of by more people in this sport and i love every second of it but the first i don't know jack nothing about guns right like i'm pretty i'm still pretty naive so um let's get dan sent me an no a lower a lower to use um about a week out from was it upper or lower i don't remember right now you can i think it's a lower uh, a week out from my first competition in utah i didn't know that you're supposed to recite things when you change out pieces. oh yeah 
yeah. of your gun. Yeah. So, you know, it's one thing you can like, you know, I don't know, change out your muzzle device or your trigger. I mean, maybe even your bolt carrier group, right? Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> you change out a whole lower, I guess someone should have told me that it changes your zero. <laughs> so like, there's been a lot of learning process. My, my rifle started out with, I believe it was a, gosh, what was it? I think it was a Bushmaster. It's a Bushmaster. Yeah. Yeah. Um, upper and lower, simple gun. I mean, a lot of people ask me like, what kind of complicated gun do I need? And you just go buy something really easy. You probably have it already. Just use yeah. what you have. That's what I had. I ran a Bushmaster. I had a one by four on the top, I believe from Wrighton. Um, and uh, other than operator error and stupidity on my part, the gun worked great. Uh, yeah. I had a different lower on it was BA for Utah. Didn't reset it in after. Now I know. Um, and then the rifle throughout the season changed from a one to four wasn't good enough for me. Um, to, cause in Utah, we were shooting at 400 yards. Oh and yeah. I was already yeah, it was long. I, yeah. I was sucky at long range anyways. So give me a one by four. I was like, mm, yeah. I'm just going to just launch these. Just start praying. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I went to a one by six and then now I've set on, on a, on a vortex one by 10 gen three. I mean, cool. I don't use the 10 very often. Yeah. Uh, or at all. You might go to 400 yards again. It's useful to have. So I have a yeah. one by 10 on the top for an optic. I run a BA upper and lower. Uh, instead of an 18 inch barrel, I have a, a 14. I have a 14.5 with a pin muzzle only because, which I don't think really plays too much in my velocity lossage, but only because we've gone under yokes quite a bit with a rifle on our back. And I didn't like yeah. how far it stuck up. And it's just, yeah. more, it's just more gun. Um, and then from a pistol perspective, I shot a Walther Q5 match. Um, yeah. Good pistol. Yeah. Um, shot, shot and fired for my first one and my second one, which would have been Utah and then ETTS, Texas. And it was a good gun. And then someone let me try a 1911. And I realized that the pistol, the, the, the triggers are a lot better. Uh, yeah. And so now I shoot a Hyperion V2, Matlas. Okay, I shot that, that in what that's double stack that kind of yeah, newer cool. double stack yeah those are sweet yeah 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 it's essentially like uh i mean you know that they make them and then also uh sdi makes them atlas is just a little bit more of a, like an upgraded version of it similar concept right it's 2011 uh and uh i think i i shot that 2011 the atlas for like a month or two kind of forgot when i walter Pulled that thing out to try it, and I was like, "Nope, never again. Can't do this." Yeah. <laughs> I was like, "I can't, yeah. I can't do this trigger anymore. I'm out." Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I shot that. That's what I shoot now, and I shot that at nationals, and I shoot that in all the matches I shoot. Too, so. It's cool. It makes such a big difference. I I love Glock. I'm a Glock fan, and I've shot Glock for years and have a, a few. But uh, my first games was with the Glock 19, and then I shot a Sig Legion, the X5 Legion, and I was like, "Oh." There, there, there we go. Like it just, it makes such a big difference. So smooth. Yeah. And I, I mean, I hope people realize that like, that's what I shoot and I'm here yeah. to compete. I don't, yeah. other than that, you know, I'm not carrying this darn thing around with me. It's sitting in a safe and it's cleaned heavily. So yeah. like if, if you're only coming to have fun and shoot, have a good time, don't show up with something like that. Yeah. Show yeah. up with what you got, have a good time. If you want to stay in it longer, cause you love it, then go, you know, go buy something else. But yeah. like what people don't realize is you don't have to go out and buy the most expensive things on the market. Um, but other than that, 
my gear really hasn't changed. I, I run the same, I run the same vest this year that I ran last year. Uh, I'll probably run the same belt setup, um, same holster setup. Um, yeah, pretty much. And you probably just kind of tweaked those over time. Just what feels good. Nope. No, <laughs> I don't know if I set it up perfectly the first time. I mean, yeah. One thing I did do is I dropped my holster down some because I was leaning too much when I drew. Uh, yeah, which doesn't matter for tactical games when you're approaching a firing line because it's not like I'm drawing for time. Um, yeah. But for an aggregate or USPSA, it definitely matters. But I think that's the only thing I've I've changed. I don't think I've changed anything else. I mean, maybe at some point, but right now, I've already trained enough. I'm happy with what it is. And it's not like time is that much of an essence. If I was shooting like – if it was USPSA all the time and time was very, very dependent on split seconds, yeah, I'd probably yeah. change it. But eh. No, I think that's cool. That actually kind of speaks to you and who you are as like you kind of adapt to the situations and where you're at. Me, like, well, I know that my fitness level isn't nearly what it could be, so – uh if I shoot with a Sig Legion, I can shoot a little bit faster. And then, you know, my, if my, yeah, anyways, um, <laughs> dude, I'm, it's been fun to watch you. Uh, I obviously watched you through CrossFit. Um, we own an affiliate and I've just followed CrossFit for a long time. And it's been fun to watch you there and your mindset and that you're willing to think, I hope this sounds right. You yeah. don't just follow what CrossFit says you think for yourself. And I appreciated that, um, through kind of CrossFit's weird times, uh, a couple of years. Ago. Um, for, for yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, can I, do my fist. I can do my pistol. <laughs> uh, I appreciated that. And it's just been fun to see you and then move into the tactical games and then just kind of own it. Like it's not who you are, but right now it's where you are and, and you own it. It can happen. I just, I appreciate that. Yeah, I appreciate it. Yeah, I mean, I've always, I've always enjoyed learning uh, new things. Um, the way I was brought up was I was okay being different. Um, I was never really going to follow along with people. Uh, you know, I mean, that, that happened. That's happened a couple times already in the tactical games where um, I was shooting a Walther and a lot of guys were like, hey, you should shoot a you should shoot a 2011 or 19 level one, you know, whatever style pistol. Yeah. And they were like, you should go shoot with this company. Like they work with everybody in the space. And I was like, I don't want to do that. I don't want to work yeah. with the same company that everyone else works with. I was like, I want to go find somebody that is not in the space, bring them into the space and hopefully they'll appreciate me for it. And yeah. hopefully I can shoot, it, you know, shoot a good pistol, wh whether regardless of the pistol is better or not. And, yeah. uh, and that's, that's kind of what I brought into space. And so I'm going to always usually be um, unapologetically me. Uh, I'm so right now in the space is uh, we're here to win the darn thing for yeah. as long as I can keep a rain up. Uh, oh, yeah. For and sure. then we're going to create, you know, a lot of content. I think there's a lot of people in this space that need to learn, that want to learn. Um, I am, of course, not going to be a subject matter expert in firearms, as we are capable of knowing. Um, but what I am good at is the fitness side of things. And so yeah. hopefully in this space, I can be someone that can teach people to appreciate fitness. Because too often do I go to USPSA matches, three gun matches, whatever the case, whatever match you go to. And a majority of people there have really good natural organic recoil management, meaning they're just sorely overweight. 
And uh, that's great. But like, you could probably get into positions better, move better, probably shoot better if you just were a little bit healthier. So that's kind of what I'm here to bring. So now you're, you're doing programming, right? You have a programming company that people can sign up for your programming. That's correct. What's that called? Uh, Grit Tactical. It's essentially a branch of the company that I have in CrossFit, which is Grit. Sweet. That's awesome. Um, I guess people can just find that as Grit Tactical on Instagram. It's, go- it's, it's Googleable. Googleable. We, we, Perfect. We got a website, so we're good. Yeah. You're legit if, you're, uh, if you have a website. You're, yeah. You don't even have to have credibility at that point. Like, yeah. Luckily, um, kind of my rules when I came to this space, I've always had a passion to teach people. And so when I came into this space, um, I was like, uh, I want to teach people how to do things, but I can't start a sport, you know, cause I started my first college was in May, right. Of last year. Yeah. And so yep. I can't be like, I'm going to start a programming company and tactical games. And like, I've done money event. Like that's just stupid. Like that was going to be like, what the crap is this chump? Um, and I told myself and I, and I even communicated that to, to Jared and a few other guys. I'm like, look, at some point I will probably try to create something you know, I want your blessing. I don't want to go against what you're already doing. Um, but at some point I'm going to create something. And, um, uh, sorry, as a guy walking past my car, uh, I want to create something, but I want to wait till the whole season's done. I want to finish the whole season, see how it goes and then go from there. So that's what we did. We started something in November, uh, December of last year. And so we work, I work in conjunction with tactical games to provide programming for people that are looking for, um, what is a tactical game? How do I get better at it? Uh, how do I live fire? How do I dry fire? How do I, yeah. you know, cause what we do is a little bit different than three gun or two gun or us, you know, USPSA or IDPA, whatever the case be, we shoot a little bit different. Those skills yes. still transfer, but we shoot a little bit different. So. Yeah. Um, well, that might be where we end. Cause I just, I just ran out of, uh, ideas to talk. About. Um, there you go. I really appreciate the time. I know we're, we're kind of small, small potatoes here. Um, and, uh, you've got a, a pretty awesome and extensive bounce. So I, I appreciate you just taking the time out to talk with us, yeah, but anytime. I know a lot of, a lot of, uh, my tactical friend buddies and, um, members here at the gym, they're pretty excited about it. So I appreciate well, the time. Better time. You better tell me to get the dry fire and training. Cause they're about to get whomped on. Yeah. All right. That's <laughs> I'm awesome. I'm just, I'm just talking wow. trash to no one that's around. I'm really yeah, doing it perfect. to myself. <laughs> when, yeah, when no one's around is best time. If the internet has taught us anything, if, if uh, Twitter has taught us anything, it's that we can say whatever we want when we're not around the people who are saying it. Ah, boy. So, <laughs> well, hey, man, I did it. You're going to be in Utah in a couple weeks? No, no, no. I don't oh, know no. why people keep saying I'm going to be in Utah. What well, honestly, uh, they, Jake's, a, Jake's they, the same thing. Okay. Well, it's probably just um, you were in Utah last time. So I just. Oh, I yeah. Kind of, but yeah. I kind of assumed I was it. In U- it was in Utah last time when it was warm. Okay. It was it's yeah. March in Utah. Ain't, I mean, I told Jake, uh, it's St. George, right? It's near St. George. Yeah. Is it less than, is it 50 degrees? Is it 70? What is the temperature? I don't know. I was assuming it'd be warm. See, I was just going to go there and adapt. I'm going to look up what Washington, Utah is. I mean, you can always sign up last minute. They'd probably win. It's also during the open though, too. You have to realize, oh, yeah. like up up until up until the games into July, beginning of you know into July, this is the CrossFit season. Now I'm not competing, but I have an obligation to somebody else that depends upon me. 
And so it's going to be, I will do a few of them. I think yeah. my schedule is, I think the first one's Sawmill, I believe, end of April, because I'm coaching at the camp for tactical games beginning of April. Then I'm at Sawmill. And then there might be one more in there somewhere. And then it's CrossFit game stuff. Yeah. And then after that, I'll, I'll do, after, as soon as August hits, You're I'll go to every single one. Yeah. I don't even care. Yeah. Um, but right now the season is focused on this. Plus, I like it when it's warmer. Uh, yeah, so I, stupid. I had no idea. I honestly thought St. George were good, like maybe a long sleeve shirt. It's 43 degrees right in Washington, Utah. Nip, nip. So, uh, yeah, I might be. I might be changing up my uh my, my wardrobe a bit. I want a refund, Jared. I want yeah. a refund. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna do it in cold. I'm not I'm not a devil like that. No, that's exactly. awesome. So um not in Utah, but I'm sure I'll see you at, at another one of these times. Yeah, I'll, I'll be at a few I'll be at a few this year. Yeah, so Sweet. for sure. Okay. Well, hey, Jacob, I really appreciate it. Appreciate the time. Uh if you ever need anything, I don't know what I can do for you, but I would try to do anything <laughs> you need and um yeah, just appreciate it. All right, bud. See you later. All right. We'll see you soon, man. Bye.